Bam, we're live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Jamie Latimer. Hi. Good morning. Oh, no. You already lost Tyson Tuesdays. Not exactly. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? You just never know. But no, uh, we have not. Just this particular Tuesday. I spoke to him yesterday. Um, normally, uh, Tuesdays are their days off, and he didn't get this Tuesday off. That's it. That was That's what happened. I dropped a pen pad on my uh, Toastbakers rock pad, and it just blended in and vanished. Wow, Brandstetter's got a competition competitor to the uh, Shattuckin. Yeah, he does. He's got a leg up, I think. He's got a far better Shattuckin than I do. I don't know. That might make him less to work with, though. That's true. You you want the the better? God damn it! What the fuck is going on down here? The better. Hey, no teeth. Sorry. Uh yeah. The 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 better the Shattuckin, the worse the content. It's true. What happened? You got you got deployed again, or what happened? <laughs> no, I had to go to work for a couple weeks, and then then I went to Rogue. Obviously. So. Are you done with the uh, uh, National Guard? Uh, yeah, until this weekend, and then I'll work again this weekend, and then should, not until another month. So, so, so it's just weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, every sometimes. month, one weekend a month. Yep, exactly. God, when I was a kid, that didn't sound like a huge commitment. Now that I'm older, that sounds crazy. Yeah, uh, right now it doesn't seem like a lot, just because I was going from Monday through Friday working all day. So if I could just do it one weekend a month, I don't really care too much. If you have kids, you'd be like, fuck that. I ain't doing that. How long do you have to do that? Um, for I signed for another six year contract. So 2029. Hey, is any part of that fun? Is any part of it like, oh, this is cool. This is the weekend I'm going to do this. And I'm going to get to go away for a couple of days and change of scenery and get to do you see the same people. Will you see friends? Yeah, well, yeah. So the, all new people that I've met. But yeah, it's. This the unit that I went to is actually pretty fun. So they get to do a bunch of stuff. And like, I think this weekend we're going camping somewhere and it'll be cool. Oh, and um, so it, is there a summer camp component to it? I guess everyone wants to be there. Tell, t- tell me what it's like. By the way, Greg said he, he'll be a little late. I said, yeah, no problem. Come on. Huh, 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 huh. Um, <laughs> mm. Sorry, I'm texting. Uh, sorry for the confusion. Oh, it doesn't sound good. I'm just processing, you know, I want to complain. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a verbal, um, person. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like, I've already lost, like I've already had, I don't know if lost is the right word, but I've already had issues with probably like a half dozen relationships because of this show, because I talk about my relationships on the show. 
Yeah. What's crazy is the one I talk about the most is the one with my wife and she's the only person I use my name. Everyone else, like I change like parts of the story or I don't include the name. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like if it was uncle buck who diddled me, I say it was aunt Cindy. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of change it up a little bit. Of course. So no one can sniff it out. So I'm, I want to, I want to talk shit, but I just know it's unhealthy for the bigger picture. So I'm just like, I had this girlfriend. She was like, you, you have the complete inability to swallow anything. And that's what she would call it when you had a thought. Oh, I heard a great joke the other day. Um, what's the, uh, this, this chick looks at this guy and she goes, what's the best water slide for your kids? And he goes, I don't know. She goes, my throat. Nice. <laughs> is nice. Is nice. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I just, just want to talk about everything. Uh, okay. Uh, 12, uh, daily doses. Hey buddy. Hi. What's up, dude? Oh, perfect. Good. Great morning to have you. Good to see you, buddy. Welcome. Um, Blade, what's up, dude? Uh, uh, feel free to let it all hang out about uh, our relationship. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Good dude. Yeah, good dude. Some of the best hair in the game, Blade. Man, you have nice hair. Beautiful kids too. That's all. That's kind of all I know about you. Easy to have on the show. And uh, great hair, and beautiful kids, and and. A, a lot of dads that would scare the shit out of them being alone with all three kids. You did all three kids all by yourself out and outing. Hey blade, how many times did you take your kids to the bathroom there? That's the craziest part. That's the part you never think of. Every time I go somewhere with my kids, like you never get settled. Someone's either hungry, needs to go to the bathroom or is crying because they're hurt. Like they fell and hurt a knee. And it's just like this cycle on like this six minute rotation. So like I'll go somewhere and set up like a, a tent or something or like an umbrella because I think I'm going to sit down and like and watch my kids and it's going to be sunny and I don't want to get burnt, my schnoz to get burnt, but it's not. You don't sit down under it. And hey, dude, the true story, 95% of the time when I stand up, like if I'm at the skate park or tennis place and I set up that my umbrella, when I come back, there's a mom sitting under it. Seriously? Yeah. And hey, and 50% of the time when I come back to it, they don't move. Even though it's like completely obvious it's mine. <laughs> that it's not a park umbrella. And like, and anyone thinks that like, if for some reason someone thought like I'm assertive and have balls, no, you should see me. I, I don't say anything. I just sit there in the sun and I'm just like. You don't sit under the umbrella either? Is it not? I try, two people? I try to without it being like I'm a fucking pervert. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mm. I have to still leave one person space between me and the fucking some random kid's mom who's now under my umbrella. But it's so obvious. It's a complete concrete park. I've set up my umbrella there. All my shit's under there. My pads. There's no other umbrellas there. Do you know what I mean? It's completely out of place. It's weird even to see an umbrella there. Is it like yeah. one of those you like throw into the ground or is it like have stakes that I, have? I have two i have two kinds i have one that um uh i have one that um that it's it's big and it just pops up and it's got like the poles and shit it's like a full tripod setup you know yeah and then i have one that clamps on so if they're at one bowl that doesn't have a place to clamp it on i bring the big one but they also have a like a seating area and there's a steel fence there and you can clamp it on it's like a 20 dollar umbrella from amazon like if you just mm -hmm. typed in sun umbrella it's there 
And it's like so obvious, like my kids' water bottles under there, everything. <laughs> Man, I almost, I almost, I, I was going to come back today at one o'clock and do the uh, Dave Castro weekend re review of the weekend review. Now I'm thinking like, shit, maybe I should just do it here. No, fuck it. Let's just, you know what we're going to do? Mm. Especially since 12 Daily Doses is here, we might as well give him just a fat dose of reality. Um, we, um, but I'll just send you the live call-in notes and we can just power through. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Heidi just said, I'm guessing this happened at Rogue. Heidi said McCaskey gave some lady the countdown. It was insane. I want to hear about that. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about that, too. What does that mean? Like I she was in his seat? Yeah. Oh, someone told me that they actually had a problem with that at Rogue. That they got to their – where did I read that? I got to my seats, and someone was in my seats, and it was the first CrossFit Games ever where someone was a dick to me because I asked them to get out of my seats. Really? I could yeah. see that happening at Rogue. There were, like, quite a few seats open, but, like – that's not your seat. There's another one too, rows down, you know. At, at Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. A live call in show. Hey guys, um, I was having this discussion with someone uh yesterday and they were like, um we were talking about kids and we were talking about all the stuff I do with my kids. And they're like, dude, it just made it just makes me feel bad because I don't do that much stuff with my kids that you do with your kids. And I and I was talking with my wife about it actually this morning. And I was like, God, I I, I never do I never do anything, I never post anything like that trying to make anyone ever feel bad. Like I'm not like, hey, here we are at tennis, here we are at skateboarding. It's all I, I don't even know why I do it. I think I just do it just to show off, just like be like, look what's possible. This is fucking awesome. Look, I'm so proud of them, you know. Just just showing off that all the shit that they're doing, but no one should feel bad. It's in it. it, it no one should feel bad. If if you want to take a takeaway from all the kids stuff I post, just the t only takeaway is just consistency. Like if you're just doing one thing with your kids, but you do it every day or six days a week, that's it. Just, your response should be good. <laughs> I feel bad because you do so much with your kids. Good. It is it's really just, cool. To, go ahead. It, it's cool when you like when you post that picture of Avi and Tyson. It's like you have. A, oh, you froze, oh, Caleb. Really? You froze. You haven't. Had, you froze. Say no. it again. You froze. Yes. Yeah, start with, over. Cool one night. Tell me how the, cool I am again. Yeah, yeah. When you um posted that picture of Avi and Tyson, and you just have Avi's like bright eyes, just wide open, like at this NFL football player standing on a, like a brand new stadium that the LA Chargers built and it looks like incredible and you just it's just showing that he he can look up to something and be like oh yeah I could do that I could be on the world stage and be an athlete or do whatever you know like look at I know this person and they did it so I could do I it too I wonder if he's going to be a lifelong football fan now. Like, I remember the first football game I watched. It was just a TV set was on, and I walked by. I think it was like a Super Bowl with the Raiders against the Eagles or something. Someone's going to be like, they never played in the Super Bowl. Um, but, uh, um, and then forever, I was just a Raider fan. I just watched the, like, forever. I wonder if he's going to be in a football now. That, I mean, that's the first time he's ever even seen the game, I think. Um, 12 Daily Doses, hi. Already back in the lineup. Seb, are you going to let your youngsters have a little Halloween candy? 
every up until this point, every year so far, I um will go trick or treating, and then they can eat candy that night, and then when they wake up, it's all gone. I just throw it all away, and I used to save it, but the truth is, I eat it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'll put yeah. it like somewhere like where the brown bags are up high or somewhere in the kitchen. You got that spot or where light bulbs are or something. Yep. And then I, every time I go up there, you know, once a week when you go up there to get something, I see some candy and I'll eat like three of those small snicker bars. Okay. 12, but <laughs> it's fucked up. So now I just throw it away. My kids, we had a friend who came to our house one time. I've told this story before. And my, my wife had made like flour, flourless or sugarless cookies or something like that. Right. And the, the, her kids didn't, or flourless cake and her kids just straight up were like, this is gross. And they wouldn't eat it. And the mom pulled out Oreos out of her bag and started feeding her kids Oreos at our house. And I was like, Hey, what are you doing? Why are you feeding your kids that shit? And she goes, Hey, if you don't feed them sugar now, they won't be like inoculated to it. I like she thought like, hey, you have to. She said, I feed my kids stuff like this every day so that they'll be used to it. I was like, wow, that's some kind of crazy thinking. But but the truth is, I guess like um, my kids can't eat a lot of candy. Like without start, getting sick or what? Yep. Yep. They'll get like like they can't even do like a million. Like I could just sit. I could eat a pound of M&Ms, peanut covered M&Ms. No problem. My kids can't even eat a whole package of M&Ms. Between the three of them, they won't finish a pack. They don't really? feel good. Yeah, it's a trip. Hmm. It's a trip. So I guess I fucked up and I didn't inoculate them. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I got to check it out or 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 it's going to be eaten. Yeah, exactly. And which, yeah, that, I mean, I'm, I have, I, 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 every night, I, I think it's every night I get tired, I start craving sweets. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, hey, I should probably go to bed. And if I fuck around and stay awake for another 20 minutes, I'll be doing something stupid. Or alcohol, or I'll start craving alcohol. Yeah, if I'm not, I, not doing anything, alcohol or sugar, like yeah. you get, just get bored and you're like, fuck it, let's do something else. And and, it, and it, probably an apple would fix it, but I don't even eat an apple, even though I got millions of them, or grapes, or probably if I just sat down and ate an apple, it would go away. I know it would, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rambler, confess uh, your sins have on sugar or a sugar, a drug. Yeah, hell of a drug. <laughs> Oh, is the phone number forwarding to Suze's? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Thank you. Someone said that. Yeah, good call. Yeah. I'll call forwarding. I'll turn that shit off. Thank you. Okay. There we go. Try it again. There we go. <laughs> the nice thing about living out here is nobody will come to your house for trick-or-treating because you're so far away <laughs> oh so you don't even have to buy candy no candy caller hi i wonder if this is working no it's not working hold on hold on let's see what's going on here um go, i have to go to bluetooth uh mm, jesus christ bluetooth on of course it says it's connected turn it off turn it back on Office. System settings. Bluetooth. Hello? Hi. There we go. Caller. I can hear you. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, I can, can hear you? you. Yeah, I can hear you. Hi. Oh, hi. 
How's it going? Uh, good. Greg Hi. just popped on too, so everything's even better now. Oh, well, I'll let you guys go then. This is not important. This is very important. Go ahead. Is it about candy? Well, no. I was going to call and tell you about McCaskey fucking this lady up in the stadium. Oh, yeah. Heidi, tell me. Tell me. Please, please, please. Hi. Yeah, tell me. Oh, my God, dude. So we're sitting over. We're Me and Otter are sitting with Lecoq over here, and we look over uh, PK and McCaskey. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. McCaskey are sitting over in the other section. These <laughs> these two ladies uh, were sitting in their spot. <laughs> I look over and I see Mike. He's got his hands in front of her face doing the countdown. Dude, four, three, two, one, right in this chick's face. And he's fucking beat red. And he goes, you're out. And he blasts off up the stairs to go get security. <laughs> and Philip Kelly's just sitting there, just awkwardly, kind of, but he's so handsome that he just, like, is looking there, just, like, stoic, you know. McCaskey comes back with security. They had moved, like, four seats up behind him. They didn't They didn't leave, but they just moved four seats. He comes back with security, and uh, he's just, dude, the guy was the, the color of a tomato, it was insane. Hey, what I've was never the reason? So what was they, the reason the girls wouldn't get up from the seat? This is a rogue. This isn't yeah. supposed to happen at a CrossFit event. Everyone's supposed well, to be. Well, I know they should have been like, I'm, "Hey, sit on my lap." Well, and you know, I hate to be this way, but I—they didn't look to be CrossFitters, really. Mm. I think they were just dipping oh, their power toes lifters. in. It was you know what I mean? Power, power, maybe it was from the powerlifting community. Sure, totally. Go. So anyway, I'll leave you guys be. That's the story. They never but got. Yeah. They never he got. Asked, so did they get up? Did security make a move? He made a move. Yeah, they finally left. Wow, that's that's, Damn. Pretty, that's yep. the most hostile thing I've ever heard at a CrossFit event. Oh yeah, it was savage. Anyway, love you guys. Okay, I'll talk to you say later. Say hi to Greg. Okay. Hi, Greg. Hi, Han. How are you? Good. How are this you? Is an incident at the Rogue uh, Invitational. Is that what I'm gathering? Yes. Yeah. With it, so yeah. there were assigned seats. It was like state, and someone was in someone's seat. Yeah. So when you buy the ticket, you buy your seat, and they had like pretty good seats. It was right in front of right where they were doing the max deadlift. So it was like front row, like not front row, but pretty close. And um, you know, they asked these ladies like, "Hey, you're in our seats. There's plenty of other open seats. They could have just moved." They're like, "Nope, we're not moving." And so he's like, well, you have the count of four basically to get up. And they didn't. They just sat there. And uh, heard, so, I've yeah. A worse event, Sevi, from a, from a, at one of the uh, invitationals, you know, the hosted events. Yes, yes. Um, some couple had brought folding chairs and they had abandoned their chairs, left their stuff there, but got out of their chairs to get a closer look against the fence. And someone morbidly obese sat in one of the chairs and collapsed it and sued, sued the event in CrossFit. Oh, no shit. Yeah, a passerby. So, to have a, have so it's not seat. even like they left their dog tied up somewhere and bit someone. They left their chair out and their chair wasn't able to withstand someone who's 400 pounds. They broke the chair but sued the event. Yeah. Wow. He's like one of the three bears sat in the chair and then litigated. Wow. Dude, that's amazing. Hey, what was the outcome of that? Who did the event have to pay well, we money got, for that? We got out of it. I mean, oh. 
we, a judge saw our culpability for what it was. Wow. Talk about not taking personal accountability and responsibility. My goodness. All right, Heidi. Well, thank you. Next time, get a photo okay. or some video, please. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. bye I always, I always bye, have little feedback. I always want more. Uh, here's a little P PSA uh, regarding uh, Halloween candy. Uh, here we go. Here we go. So that candy was bad for me. What candy? That candy on Halloween when we went to Julie's house. I only, I don't eat candy. I only eat cake and ice cream. That's all I eat. That's all. That's better. Why was the candy bad for you? Maybe um, that hard candy made me like. There you go. There you go, everyone. Just cake and ice cream, no candy this Halloween. There you go. Done. Little PSA. Seven you will get different treaters at your house, will you? No, no. I don't know. Actually, I, I, no, no. In defense in the dog, I think you're saying. No, yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you think about, uh, what do you think, um, I have this guy coming on tomorrow and I was watching some of his interviews and he was saying that um, this is something that people don't talk about but, but that's really bad for people is brake dust. And that if you live somewhere where sh there's shitload of people breaking, like in the city, it, it, there's just brake dust everywhere. And that shit's horrible for you. You think that, have you ever heard that? No. Does it sound, pl it yeah, sounds think, plausible. I think right? I've lived there. What? I think I've lived there. Yeah. Where there's just people just breaking, starting and stopping all day. Yeah. Uh, in, yeah. And it leaves I, a black dust. But like, I just, like, I, I assumed it was uh, exhaust. I assumed it was exhaust too. You know that wall of plants I have in front of my house, and then I have that high, old highway that goes in front of my house. Yeah. Well, about an hour every. Oh, here we go. These small particles are harmful both to the environment. Fuck off, and your health. Okay, now you got my attention. Brake dust contributes twenty percent of the fine particulate matter pollution compared to just seven percent contributed by exhaust fumes. Well, all those trees and plants in front of my house are a different color than their counterparts that are the exact same kind of plants on the other places in my property. So I assume that I always just thought that that was dust from the road that they were catching. But I was tripping the other day. Someone was talking about brake part particulate. And I was like, wow. I mean, you, sh you don't have any brake particulate at your house. That's for sure. You're too far away. Yeah, just from coming down the drive, maybe. Yeah. But there's not much speed to bleed off there. But, but I mean, one hour a day, I have like probably a thousand cars break in front of my house. Because that plate, that road backs up one hour a day, you know, from like between you, like you move to Idaho. what? So you're moving to Idaho? <laughs> or I'm moving maybe, or maybe just uh, okay. get closer to your house in Santa Cruz. <clears throat> hey, um, I, I got a couple, uh, uh, did you see the hockey player that died on the on the rink? Mike was telling me about it. I want if you get a chance see that video. I I want you to I'm curious if you think that it was on purpose. I guess I guess there's a he won't survive the suspicion. He won't survive it? That's what Mike was saying. He thinks he's it's career ending. Well, it might be career ending, but I, I was wondering like, a manslaughter charge. 
my if I hadn't seen it, my initial reaction would be like, hey, dude, that's the risk you take for getting out there. It's a bunch of dudes skating on fucking knives, right? It's a sport where there's knives on the bottom of everyone's feet. But then when you see it, dude, it's it's um boy, uh it's a it's a trip. His his foot kicks up. Are you on a screen big enough that if Caleb pulled it up, you could see it? Yeah. Let's see if we can show it. Let me, do you have it in the links or should it? No, it? no. And you know what happened? Um, I saw it early in the day yesterday, and then all of a sudden it was becoming harder and harder to find. Mm-hmm. But there were there were two angles. There was a, a semi close up, and then a really wide shot. In general, in general, though, if like two, like you, you, dudes in the NFL have been paralyzed for life. I mean, do you think that that's like, I mean, have you ever heard of anyone being charged for anything that happens in a sport? It seems like I have. I know it's been considered before. Where, where someone maybe died, like when man, man, like Mancini didn't. Oh, oh, is this it? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. Oh yeah, there it is. See his foot going up like that? That's so hard to see. Can you pull out a little bit, Caleb, so we get more detail but smaller picture? It's uh, let me see if I can find a better. Here we go. How about this one? So it's at the top of your screen. And it's right there where Caleb's circling. He checks the guy. Yo, yeah, dude. He puts his foot up. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. And as and then he skates off to the side and the dude's dead. Man, yeah. the blood was crazy. It was a lot. A uh, Vittorio says murder. Yeah, you just don't see that in hockey where like somebody's skate is coming off of the ice like that. Like even if somebody gets hit like on the top end, you're they don't it doesn't happen like that normally. Vittorio intentional one hundred percent. The thing is, is he lifted his leg up intentionally one hundred percent. You don't lift your leg up; it's not intentional. But the thing is, is was was he? I guess you're not supposed to do that. It, it, I guess it's the same in boxing. You're not supposed to kick. You're supposed to fight that. You're supposed to fight that urge, right? That, that instinct. Corey, hi. What's to elbow people in the face in boxing? Good morning, Corey. Yeah. Good morning. Hey, no, I still get butterflies when I call. Oh, that's cool. That's good. I'm glad. And I that. think it's a good thing. Yeah. It means yeah. It means I care. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Morning, gentlemen. Hey, I, I watched the Power Project podcast. That was really. I just finished that one. That was really good. I appreciate that, Greg. Oh, thank you. Oh, with Mark Bell. Yeah, yeah. It was great, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. I was I was waiting to see your head pop up somewhere. How long? How long was that? Like an hour forty-five. Yeah, I sat in a chair there, and, and it went by like in eight <laughs> seconds. I was in the audience there, the audience of one. And it went. I was like, "Holy shit, that was fast." Yeah, that was good. So you were you were you were a cook? Yeah, yeah, just chilling, just chilling. Heck yeah. Um, well, I get off that. I, it looks like his foot. My, I wonder if it pops off of somebody else's ski and then it hits him in the in the throat. Oh, like he was skating and something hit his foot and he lifted his yeah, foot up in a I, reaction. Because he's, yeah, he's mm. shifting left. And I wonder if like it accidentally pops, his foot comes up. Maybe he's 
doesn't think that it's going to anything, and he just goes with the flow and then wham, hits it right in the neck. Um, have, have you ever my played students showed me that. I played roller hockey when I was really young. Did you ever and kick I mean, anyone you, in the face? Did you ever lift your foot up and hit anyone in the chest or the face? I've been severely hurt doing roller hockey, mm. um, flying around on the tennis court. Um, I don't know if I've been kicked in the face, but for sure fingers have been rolled over and yeah, all of that kind of stuff. It's weird in that sport to lift your foot up high enough to reach someone's throat. Yeah, I mean, there's anomalies. There's also Damar Hamlin, who uh, whose heart stopped on the field. So right. uh, <laughs> things happen all the time. Yeah. I wanted to get your say what what is the what is the uh the kicker's history matter to us because i i heard that he's he's the shit bird of the league for do, for cheap shots and including including going at people with skates Let's uh, look at I mean, yeah I, he was the most he was the most penalized guy currently in the league i heard also he then no i redact count. my previous statements oh I th- I kind of feel that way too. I mean, if I was sitting on a grand jury, I think I have. A, I think I think it's worthy of an indictment. You do, yeah. And, I, and you know, it looks so natural because we've watched so much fucking UFC. <laughs> you kick a guy in the face. Oh, it's, interesting, it's got, Mike. It's got, a, it's got a very martial delivery to it. But how about Mike McCaskey kicking? Is one of the top penalty occurrences in this league. That's interesting too. So it's not completely unheard of, which doesn't make it and any it more doesn't right intent, or less intentional. Which doesn't make it right or any more or less intentional. Isn't intent a big percentage of how you're found guilty? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine. My brain doesn't go that he meant to kill the dude at all. No, but definitely to use a cheap shot, something illegal to keep him away from the scoring. The dude had the puck when he died, right? Basically, he had the puck. Looked like he did. Yeah, he did. I actually want to ask a different. I actually want to ask a different question to nope, sorry, two dads sorry, and only a two comments single, per, single sorry, dude. Sorry, only two comments per uh, show call. Sorry. All right, I'll call no, in I'm next time. No, I'm calling joking, Corey. Go ahead. <laughs> so I'm at gymnastics yesterday, um, and my daughter's five. And she's the only one in the class who can climb the rope, which I'm super proud of. And I'm sitting in the parent waiting room. And for 30 minutes straight, this grandma is screaming, not at the top of her lungs, but very loudly in a quiet sitting area for her grandchild to do his homework. Um, And like every two seconds, she screams again, get it done. And then waits two seconds and you're playing around, keep doing it. And you can clearly see that everybody is uncomfortable and the kid is crying his eyes out before he goes into his gymnastics class. And I couldn't help but think about it all night. And I wanted to see your take on what I almost wanted to walk over there and say the same exact things to the grandma to make her feel uncomfortable (laughs) to see if she could perform under that high level of stress. Cause in my eyes, I'm thinking I could easily make that kid perform, but, and my kid would do, her homework but the way that you're screaming at him of course he's not going to want to do it and so i'm you know should i have went over there and um slapped her around a little bit or i wouldn't what would you have done i wouldn't 
I definitely wouldn't. I, just, I, I felt bad. I, I, I felt bad I wouldn't for the have kid. Talked to her. Oh yeah, I would have felt bad for the kid too, but I wouldn't have talked to her. I would have talked I was about trying it on to my like podcast. Make... <laughs> All right. Well, then we're doing the right thing. I I was trying to make eye contact with the kid and almost being like, "Bro, I got you." Like, just just do the homework. This chick is crazy. You'll you'll be done with this in a second. But man, it was a very uncomfortable situation. And I wanted to see y'all's take um, on how you would respond to something like that. Caleb would go buy more condoms. <laughs> yeah, and hand them to her. Any thoughts, right. Greg? Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, he was in gymnastics. What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, but he was out there being the kid climbing the rope. <laughs> hey, dude, taking your kid to a fucking gymna- your other kid's gymnastics class and insisting they do homework is just crazy. Now, if your kid can pull it off, yeah. great. If they can't pull it off, great. But, I mean, it's just asking a lot of your kid to fucking ask him to buckle down and do their they would, they would already have to be like some, I mean, we all, we all have been to that place where there's someone brings their kid and everywhere they bring their kid, they got a reader. I mean, there were, there yeah. uh, for two years, my kids did jujitsu and this one lady brought her son and her daughter just sat there fucking four days a week reading. It's like, fuck. But those habits weren't built at that jujitsu studio. They were built from that parent getting their kid to be a reader. And so like, if your kid's already not someone who wants to do their homework, you sure as fuck aren't going to convince them there. Yeah. I don't think grounding, I, 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 I don't think the punishments my parents gave me for not doing what they wanted ever helped. I wasn't like, oh, I can't go out tonight because I fucking got a C. I'm gonna get B's now. It didn't work like that. I immediately was like, how can I sneak out? My parents not know. Like I was looking for just the, how to get immediately what I needed. So, well, I I've got some thoughts on that, but I'll let, I'll let I'll go let somebody else call in. All right, appreciate you. you. Bye. Here's my here's my input for you. Yeah. You don't know where this goes. What what do you mean? Inserting yourself into anyone's little domestic thing. Oh right, right. But you would stop someone from beating their kid publicly. You know that it, well, the beauty of that is it makes it easier to to intervene. But I don't even want to make up scenarios. You can you can well conceive of it. It can easily get where it's more traumatic to your kids and her kid than the value of just letting the kid live that shitty life. Right, right. Oh, you mean your kids see you intervening? No, I'm thinking, saying people do lose their temper and do stupid shit running over in the parking lot. Oh right. oh, right. Oh, right. 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 Scream at you to fuck off in front of your kids. Now what do you do? Like. How dare you try to teach me how to parent kind of thing? Yeah. Louder directed at you with, let's say, tears and arms flailing. What do, Now what do you have on your hands? Ken Walters, Adam Johnson, that's the hockey player, was from my hometown and I went to school with his father. And my sister's friends with his mom. Oh, shit. My son played with and against him and his brothers while the whole town is distraught. Fuck. Oh, my God. Hey, does that other dude live in the town, Ken? Oh, no. Is this a traveling team? Oh, was that in Europe? Did that happen in Europe? Oh, what a mess. It was like a minor, I think it was a minor league team or something. Greg, you're going to love this next comment. This is, this, this is, 
this is now some libertarian thinking. Do we kick the second like so? Let's say we kicked um uh, Adam Johnson out. Not Adam Johnson. Sorry, the fucking guy who killed him. Do we now kick the guy with the second most penalty minutes out of the league now? See what I mean? The beginning of the end. I'm not sure how we jump to that, but 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 I'm gonna. Here's make, what we do. Go ahead. We make it for like ten games. You can't get a penalty for kicking at him. Like if you got to kick every game, you got like three games in a row. You got to go ten games without or something. It's not. It's not against the law to kick at him for ten games for his next. 10 oh, games. at back at but oh oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Put your skate in his fucking forehead. Yeah, and it's. It's wow. your bad. He better call in sick to work. But it's his next 10 appearances. Oh. I should be the hockey judge. They should have a guy that to settle some of the harder issues. It'd be easier for me because I don't give a fuck, you know? Hey, I don't think anyone's going to want to play with that guy. He's bad luck now. Hockey players are the most superstitious people of all athletes. Next they are. They got the underwear and the weird shit and the, the specific tape, the the way they tape, all that shit. Yeah. Uh, Cave Dastro, Greg's only here for an hour, and this is what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I I'm just curious, Cave. What would be pick pick some topics? We'll work them. Uh, Tyler, uh, I, I still play hockey. There are some psychos that gravitate to this sport. Sadly, he could have. Uh, he definitely could have just been out to hurt someone any way possible. It's like throwing rocks at cars. No one means for it to be a fatal event when they're throwing. Right. Uh, Jeremy uh, Flatter. Flat Earther. I'll just call you Flat Earther. Jeremy Flat Earther. I was at a restaurant once where a dad yelled at another dad for the way he was yelling at his own son. It about went down. I felt worse for the kids. Yeah, that too, right? Yeah, that's that's not good. Seems a little counterproductive. Uh, Tank Reeves, Canadian. I played hockey my whole life. That was not an accident. I don't think he meant to hit him in the neck, but he meant to slow him down with his foot for sure. It's like throwing a rock at a car. Yeah. It's almost always harmless, except for the times that it's fatal, which is frequently, but that's because there's a lot of kids throwing rocks at cars. Right. In California, it's a felony to throw anything at or from a, a automobile. Every time I go underneath one of those bridges and I see people on top on the freeway, I always am like, "Oh shit, is this going to be the time?" They don't have fences on your bridges. They do, but that fence wouldn't have stopped me if I was a kid. Fair. I'd have found a way. A uh, Jeremy Flatter, not Flat Earther. All right, fine. Um, Greg, I'm going to throw a pitch over the plate. I understand if you don't want to swing at it. Um, they hired this, uh, they hired this guy to run the affiliates. His name is Jay DeCoon. And when they sent out the letter and I'll keep the question very simple. They sent out a letter and specific, they sent out a letter basically saying he hadn't taken his L1 yet, but he was going to, they sent that to the affiliates like, like it was being celebrated, right? Like, Hey, don't worry. He's going to take his L1. 
and I had only heard you say probably a thousand times I worked at CrossFit and which I fully believed in, in, in and was a, a victim of that when you went to the L1, that's where you got the culture. That's where the culture of CrossFit was disseminated. And then that culture is what was in the affiliates. And it some of the things. It's ugly they first pointed that out. It's, it's, oh, it's bizarre. Yeah. Like almost like someone there hated him and wanted him to fail. Right. Like, hey, just. He, he, he identified the L1 being the single cultural event that brought you into the community. And I said, wow, Steve, that was, that was something. Wait, who, wait, say that again. Sorry, I lost you. Say that again. Who did? Steve White first floated that oh. idea. Oh, Steve mm-hmm. Weiss. Oh. Be- because everyone, like, I, like I used to work out at a Globo gym, right? And I, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. I would go there, but I didn't ever talk to anyone. It was just me on my own mission. And one of the things that's, that you get at the L1 is, is that, hey, there's a bunch of people there to help you in a bunch of different ways to support you to cheer you on, to believe in you, to show you how to move, to share ideas with you, to, to be side by side with you, to compete against you. You can use them any way you want. And I, I was, I was just, um, do you still believe that, that the L1 is or was like, what, what's your ideas of how the culture is disseminated there and how important that is? I, I think it's going to be different for everyone. I mean, th- believe it or not, there was a time where we'd ask at the beginning, Hey, Who's been doing CrossFit and for how long? And you get down to the guy's never done a CrossFit workout, never, nor has he seen one. He had a boss that made him go. Right. And what an experience for that person. And so that was, and there were others that were there to see um, people they greatly admired and be instructed by them. Like people so, from, uh, you think, mean people from the internet that they saw? Yeah. 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 People you've been seeing the comments and, Everyone developed their own kind of following. People wanted to see Annie and Nicole and even Dave. And they wanted to hear they wanted to get the lectures for you. The the first L1 I went to, there were like six instructors and literally and and and, and sixty students, but also another additional thirty people who had already been to an L1 who would come back and visit and they would all they would assist. And the L1 used to be a place where staff members would go just to hang out. Like you could go to an L1 anywhere. I feel like in the country and there would be this, the flow map, there would be the L1 trainers, but then there would also be staff there. And I was thinking probably every executive when I worked there had done easily 10 to a hundred L1s had been in attendance. And I just can't imagine working at CrossFit Inc and not, Especially in any valuable capacity. I mean, if you're taking out the trash, I get it. But if you're if you're trying to contribute in any way, how could you not have already gone to ten L ones or twenty L ones? The L one. Think I'm off base. No, but I'm going to see it like this: the L one presentations are are um, entertaining and easily accessible narratives that 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 well communicate the first four or five years of journal writing. And so you kind of get a hands-on to the, and in fact, the training manual is largely called from yes from the journal. But the oral tradition of that, by the time other people are doing them, I've done each of the lectures 75 times, right? And around the country. And as other people took over those spots, um, th- some things got adjusted and played with, right? 
And so it, it, it had a living quality to it. I mean, the seminar used to be three days and the goal was to impart most of what I knew that was important. And the, the fire hose rate of material plus the workout pace, the, the whole thing just, it felt at Ann Arbor that it wasn't working. And I came back with the design with the thought more of if they were gonna get 100% of what you said rather than 20, what would you make that? And what could you leave behind for a mental legacy for them to continue the, to get the rest of the stuff that I wanted to fire hose you by the old method? In other words, I need you to leave with some, some fundamentals mastered and a curiosity and, and, and personally convinced you can learn the rest. Mm. And, and I think it's I think it's been an unparalleled success. Uh, I agree. But the question <clears throat> is this de Kuhn's guy. I saw that he seemed oddly nervous. He's got MBA credentials, which is the irony was is the day that he put out that piece, like saying hi to the affiliates, was this an hour Cross put that out an hour after we had you on the podcast saying that you know, that that might be a sign that you don't want some um, someone running an affiliate is if they're leading with, well, I, I have MBA credentials. That's what I'm leaning on to run my affiliate. Yeah, I, uh, it changes. He changes the value proposition. And I just, I, I would be shocked were I not uh, greatly if I didn't greatly disapprove with the next step. Um, if, if you want someone spreading the word of the Bible, you want it that Jesus saved their life, they loved God, and um, the Ten Commandments are what they, they live by, right? Not, hey, I'm a good reader. I promise you, right? he, knows, he knows nothing of running a gym. Nothing That That guy, right. Yeah, and to, and to lead with an unknown set of gifts you're going to bestow upon the community to encourage best practices is utter bullshit. Right. I know. I, I it was almost like chat GPT wrote that form. It was almost like someone wrote that form and kind of set him up for failure. It really is. It's, it, it was kind of bizarre. It was a little sad even. Yeah. It, it, it was, it, it was kind of like on the wedding day when the, when the, when the bride comes, she's a beautiful bride. But on wedding day, someone dressed her up to look like a like a like a like a prostitute. You're just like, what the fuck happened to you? You're the one of, one of the most beautiful chicks I've ever seen, and it right. just came out bad. You go to kiss the bride, and it's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I mean, I like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Remember that? Was that from a cartoon? Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. So, but but do you, going back specifically, I was just curious what you thought about the cultural component and the L one. I mean, do you, CrossFit has a culture. It has a strong culture, right? Personal accountability, personal responsibility. Um, kind of, it has got that love thy neighbor. It's learn and be, do better. It's do the common uncommonly well. It's to um, uh, uh, put your gym equipment away. But but there's a there's a piece that's like to be a decent human being, to cheer on your fellow man, to support them, to encourage people, to be a good role model. To t take a little bit of that uh, peer pressure, you know, don't walk in there with your coke, walk in there with your water. I mean, there is all that, right? Squat below parallel, don't cheat. And and I feel like that's gotten at the at the level one. 
the hard work does a lot of things, including gets rid of the a lot of the boastful and thieves and yeah. Well, it's a natural tendency in every box to cheer as loud for the last one in the door as first one in the back in the door. See, I get all of that, but those are those are those are cultural aspects of the real average gym. You just t- pick any five gyms across the country at random, and you're going to see a lot of that there. The question is: Is any of that spirit sit in the in the mothership? And oddly enough, my sense of it is that other than in the personal realities of the CEO, who I think is a good guy, I think there's probably none of it there. I would have to guess that he, this is the least fun job he's ever had in a lot of respects. But again, look, I don't know who he works for. And I also never thought to run this thing with, with, a, with a fiduciary obligation to an owner as my as my legal and some would say ethical obligation as opposed to what was best for the affiliates. Let, let me beat this dead horse a little more and go off of what you're saying. I would bet that every single day in every single gold's gym and world's gym and power gym across the country, someone steals something. I bet you that happens every day in one of those gyms. I also bet you that there's weeks that go by that in the 10,000 affiliates around the world, nothing is stolen. And that's what that's a that's a perfect example of of the culture. That shit is just not happening in CrossFit gyms. That's exactly right. And I noted that long ago. The only yeah. gym I've ever been in where someone didn't show up with the bolt cutters on the reg was uh, <laughs> my CrossFit gym. <laughs> just in your gym bag, you carry bolt cutters. Yeah. I want to work out and shop. Yep. Wad Zombie, if Dacoons wants my fullest trust, I want him to write an essay to Greg. Greg, do they ever reach out to you? Like, would that like if that guy reached out to you and was like, "Hey, Greg, can I pick your brain? Would you would you sit? Would you would you take him to Cilantro's and let him pick your brain? Why not? Yeah, I, I agree too. Yeah, I mean, I I would love it if he, he did that. I don't think, I don't think I could do what's required of them ethically and uh, and uh, uh, in terms of the business ethics. You take these jobs where there's a board and they make you a CEO and your goal is to maximize the revenue for the shareholders, not to make the world healthier, not to support affiliates. Those are all secondary. And so what becomes irresistible, what you just, you just wait and watch is turning the however many affiliates are left into points of sale. You want them selling your shit. I had shit from you, kind of the network marketing vibe. They want some of that wealth passed up. And it, there's no there's no MBA from Harvard or nor from Stanford that isn't going to see it as a colossal failure not to do so. They mm-hmm. thought it was a failure that I wasn't doing it. Right, right, right. I would go to Harvard Business School and we'd start off about half the class that I was a, a nitwit. And they'd vote afterwards, and I'd flip them to get them about 90% to figure it out. This is what that least rent model was about. What I want to do is grow the entire ecosystem and make my share, our share, HQ's portion, a shrinking percentage. And we did that. All the while growing revenue. And it's the, it's, uh, that for me is sustainability. You can't keep doing good things if you go broke. 
And so at some point to your mother Teresa, blessed self, is a financial engine that makes makes that miraculous work even possible. Right. And we had, and, and we had that figured out with a, a board of that re, wishes to remain anonymous. Um, none of that makes sense, nor is it ethical. Um, let me let me say something in, in the gentleman's defense um, that I saw that I'll talk about more today at one o'clock that I heard Dave say um, on the internet on his weekend review. He said th there's a there's a video out there where basically Dacoon's he doesn't exactly say I'm paraphrasing, but that five it's from five years ago, and he basically says, "Hey, this CrossFit should seems dangerous, maybe a little dangerous. Like people should gym shouldn't be put. I have concern with the way these gyms are popping up everywhere." And Dave said, hey, dude, if we were mad at everyone who does CrossFit now and loves it, and based on what they said five years before they did it, we would have half as many CrossFitters. And that's true. A lot of people see it from far away and they get defensive or scared or judgmental. And then five years later, you can't get them to shut up about it. So in that way, I, I, I do have to cut them some slack based on that piece. Wait a minute. The, yeah, the piece I saw is imputing the safety of your average affiliate Right. On that day. He was. He was. Yes. But that was five from five years ago is what I'm saying. I think anyone that works at the company, whatever rate you think the injury is, mm -hmm. you have to evaluate it in terms of the benefit gotten and look around. And has anyone been hurt at your gym yet? And how right. many people have gotten healthy because of your gym? I mean, I'm not saying it's not wasn't irresponsible that he said it and ignorant and wrong. I'm just saying that there's. I, I guess I'm trying to justify it because a lot of people have done it. A lot of people have slapped their grandmother. I guess it's okay. He doesn't know the pro the project. You know, he doesn't know the product. He doesn't know what he's, right. what he's been hired to run. Yeah. When we went to our affiliate hospital mm -hmm. in a Decatur, Illinois, they had a 700 member gym, membership gym in the community. And these, the, yeah, CEO, that was nuts. the CEO of the hospital had gotten, uh, most of the physicians, it was a 400 bed hospital had gotten, I think it was, I think it's right. But they'd gotten most of the uh, uh, physicians participating. And when I met with a gaggle of them that were eager to meet with me, in my group was a nephrologist, a cardiologist, an orthopedic surgeon. I asked the orthopedic surgeon if he'd seen more injuries. And he said, um, oh, without a doubt, he's seen, he's seen injuries, but... CrossFit has changed his idea of injury, of sport, and medicine's role in sport and injuries. And my job now, as I see it, is to get you back to CrossFit as soon as I can. Then he turns to the cardiologist and he goes, he's just losing patience. And I go, losing patience? He goes, yeah, they're getting off meds. That's when the CEO of the hospital said, I could bankrupt the hospital on medical, on med saving alone. This isn't my, my, the, uh, the uh, uh, board isn't excited. And in fact, he didn't keep the job. I mean, he grabbed me by the collars and the jacket walking from the hospital and he says, you're all excited about the health, but you gotta understand um, there are things that we could do here that would create an enormous amount of revenue. And that included to get a whole bunch of these uh, uh, life cycles and tap into some federal money for people to sit there on the, on the bike and read the paper. But he instead went the CrossFit route. And again, his inspiration was 
he was being treated by the physicians in his hospital for all kinds of markers for early chronic disease from obesity to blood pressure. And they had him on meds and the new problems were popping up regularly. So he decides to CrossFit and within 18 months, he's off all meds. So he comes back to the doctors, you're going to CrossFit now. You're going to learn some medicine. What a great experience. And from that, to know that that's what's the reality of the field, to understand that is to know what it is that you've been hired to do. And it makes it, makes it stupid to, to suggest that the mothership's going to make it safer through some edicts or what it'll be is a skew. It'll be a product. It'll be something you have to buy. That's what it's going to be. Now, I, it, was a, it was a turnoff for me and significant enough for me to what, just uh, be, to just turn the lights out. Done with them. Um, do you think that he wrote it or someone wrote it for him? It was, it was too poorly done to be written. But he, I was... I was thinking mechanicalness to it anyways. So I, I think was, it was read and I think some was ad libbed. He's clearly reading some of it. But but did you see the write up that they sent the affiliates? No, send it to me. Oh, okay, I will. They 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 sent something to the affiliates that's mind boggling. You know what's interesting is um as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my god, it, it, like Leif Edmondson would have never let that go out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if someone would have sent that to Leaf to publish, he would have immediately sent it to you. I mean, like, hey, Greg, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? He had that relationship with you. He'd been like, Greg, what the fuck is this? And you would have been like, oh, thanks for catching that. It's crazy that they don't have someone on the on the front guarding the, the – do you remember how he used to guard the brand like that? I, you know, I built, a, I built an affiliation that I would participate in, and I was, I was low to encourage or support anything that would change that reality. So at the point that it's like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do this. I think that we're flushing the brand down the toilet. And they, for me, have stepped way into that space, especially, especially to flushing it down the toilet. I, I feel that it's, I, I don't want to weigh in so much because it's gotten into that thing that I would enjoy. Right. I, I just what, I, what do I know about that? Maybe it is more to the liking of the people that own the company. Oh, right, right. I, I like where you took it, but what I was just referencing is like just the day to day in the bolts of the operations. We had so many people there who were so entrenched and understood the brand that, that stuff that I just feel like stuff that where we, we didn't step on our own dicks a lot. Like stuff like this wouldn't have come out because there would have, we had people like Leaf guarding the brand who would have never let that come out. You know what I mean? Uh, Joe Westerland, uh, good morning. Uh, um, I had the privilege of teaching a level one at Decatur Memorial Hospital. That was the gym Greg was just saying where there were 700 members, uh, hospital members who worked out at the gym. It was people in the community. It was, it was a good chunk of the medical staff, nurses, doctors, and families and neighbors. I mean, they really made it a church-like place. They had a competition that was well attended. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this is also a really good point. Uh, we did not have a resource issue uh, when Greg worked there. Uh, I would say 99% of the time. Greg would tell us uh, why he didn't want to do something, and we would either would or wouldn't do it. 
Oh, uh, Frank, I sent you the email. Okay, cool. All right, I'll I'll, I'll push it on to uh, I'll push it on to Greg. Oh, hockey player dead. Uh, L one culture. Um, I was aware of the fact running across it that <clears throat> it's kind of like child rearing. Um, there's more opportunities to fuck things up than there are to make them good, you know? And uh, I, the, the beauty, the magic, the wonderful thing happens at the box level. And the mothership can only try to inspire or catch up or be there for do those things you can too. And it's it's very humbling when you when you realize that that it's not like a factory where you're producing these things that come off a line and look what I've created. You know, we certainly paved the way and and, and there was a spark without a doubt. But Joe knows from. You know, unlocking those doors in the morning and that relationship you develop and the impact that it, you have on the people. Um, there's so much love there. There's something so incredible there. And and the mothership, the people that own the brand um, have to do the best they can to represent that and recognize it. And as soon as you think that you know more than the affiliates, you've you've made a big mistake because you don't. You just said something um, there that uh, is true about parenting also. And this is the way you would run the company. Uh, one of the things about parenting is, is you don't give your kids energy for bad things that they do. So if you see your kids doing bad things, sometimes you don't say anything because you don't want to give them energy for it. Cause all kids want is attention. And we would do that with, in terms of, not we would just we would reward people and celebrate the people who were leading who were doing things in this in the way that greg would want the world to see it be done and by that we would put the media lens on them right so if we, if we saw if we uh like joe westland says this was the first mdl1 before there was one that was the seminar that was the that that hospital that l1 that greg uh, provided over at uh decatur memorial and so then we put media on that and celebrated that and that caused other people to lift their heads up and, and, and want that kind of attention too. And that's the same way you raise kids. Try to give them, try to focus on all the positive stuff and lead them that way. Give them attention, you know, clap extra loud when they finish their homework. Don't yell at them when they're not doing it. Reward the good things. Cause kids will take any kind of energy you can give them any kind of attention you give them. Right. Yeah. You, you've got to be careful that, what you think is the punishment is what the kid's looking for. Right. <clears throat> Moms often get that intera interaction with manipulative children. Mom's vulnerable to the, wants to be loved so much, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ba ba baby the kid to death. Oh, J Jake Chapman, I do that to my wives. Yeah, if you have a, a bunch of wives, reward the ones... I totally agree. Reward the ones that are uh, behaving. Um, on a more positive note, um, this this is gonna make this is this is really good. I, I just love when I see good things in the news. You're gonna love this. Um, California now has the new California law creates ebony alert to find missing black youth and women. They have a uh, Gavin Newsom has signed uh, a new California law will create an emergency alert system to help find missing black youth and women between the ages of 12 and 25. 
I when Elon Elon tweeted back on this and goes, What if you're Asian, white, or or Mexican? Dude, California Governor Newsom signs SB 673 into law October 8th. The bill, which goes into effect January 1, will enable the California Highway Patrol to activate the new Ebony Alert. Dude, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit. You know, this is fucking crazy. Nixon has written on why it is that California politicians in particular are so incredibly stupid, like Kamala and this clown. Yeah, this is wait, who wrote on that? Victor Davis Hansen. Oh, oh, yes, yes, okay. And the, the recipe is this. He says they came of age in the post-retail uh, politics, he called it, where you'd have to debate, press would ask tough questions. Um, you know, you could get stopped on the corner and challenged about something you said. And so he and she, our vice president and, and, and your governor, right, um, came of age where the party said he's got cool hair and he's pretty yeah. for him and her. Yeah. And they're going to be the, these are the candidates. Their bio is good and they're in. And it never mattered what they said. And, and he's, he's taken this to a new level. It doesn't matter what he's did. So he can actually consider running for president based on his record managing the state of California and the city of San Francisco as incredible as that is. It's fucking nuts. Hey, also, it's women. So, by the way, if you're a black dude, man, you're fucked too. The request from local law enforcement when a black youth or young black woman is reported missing under unexplained or suspicious circumstances is considered at risk, a developmentally disabled or cognitively impaired, or has been abducted. This is just unreal, dude. You know, I went to maybe some maybe some racists complain that I helped find this kid, and it turned out it was just a, a little black girl. And so now the the racists don't even have to look. Forget the ebony alerts. Right, right, right. We need we need lifeguards for black people too. Separate. Just, oh, just special lifeguards for black people. Sure. Oh man, it's insanity. And you know what? How about fire departments that only put out fires in black people's houses? <laughs> They're hard. They pull up, they pull up, and you're out front, like in your underwear, and your house is on fire. <laughs> and they see you're white and they keep driving. Sorry, can't help you. Oh my God. You know, the, the energy and sacrifices of every sort that got us to colorblind and and the and the riddance of separate but equal. Yeah. You know, yeah. all that is all that's just gone. Yesterday on have you seen this guy who's running against Brandon uh, uh Biden now? He's a Democrat. His name, I think his name's Brand is his name Brandon Phillips, Caleb. Mm, let me look. Have you seen this guy yet, Greg? Just, just briefly. So I was watching CNN yesterday. A clip yeah, on YouTube. Out of the corner of my CNN. And the the it, it's three white people on the screen, right? And they go, "This is just typical. Another privileged white man running for office." 
And I'm just like, holy shit, it is just because so as soon as I hear that, I always convert it to a black man just to see what it would sound like in my head. And I just hear, oh, my God, this is so typical. Just another privileged black man. And I'm like, wow, you would just never say that. Dean Phillips. Just, yeah, this. Oh, Dean Phillips. Yeah. Big old nose on him. Easy, easy, easy. It's not big. It's just got a flat surface. You can land a helicopter on the tip of that nose. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that guy looks like he's lived half his life underground. Marianne Williamson is just crazy. She locked herself in a condo for six months during COVID. Complete nutter. This is the this is the party of of my mom has a cop. And daddy's trying to get pregnant. Hey, do you think any of this can be unwound? Do you think like we'll get like some a, a candidate like who's ever governor of California who's not racist and and they'll unwind all that? They'll be like, "Hey, you can't have that." Or there'll be too many laws in the books. Like there's probably still laws like in Florida where you can't have like oral sex, you know what I mean? I you know, I I've, I've seen I've seen fires that look like they're going out and you come out in the morning and it's it's pumping. It's rare, but it happens. And I'm like wondering, is it is maybe civilizations do that? You think? Like just up. Like maybe we'll shine bright again with a few elections where everyone pulls their head out of their ass. No, I, I've got. No, I don't. I don't think enough people are learning anything. Hmm. Mm-mm. I didn't know. I didn't know Great Britain had this like six point seven percent inflation going on, and they talk about it so calmly. Like, and of course, that's going to contribute to some problems. And they and they guaranteed their pensioners adjustments e- equivalent to inflation, and they're they're at a point of mathematical impossibility right now. I don't think they make any energy there. Did you know that? Isn't the North Sea full of shit? I thought it was all. I thought they buy all their energy. How much of Great Britain? I saw something like that the other day. I was like, "Oh, they're fucked as a country, as a civilization." I haven't guessed uh, their oil. Their oil exporting. No. And uh, Great Britain energy uh, sources. Let me see. Uh, the GDP of Switzerland, apropos of nothing, Switzerland, Austria, and Germany is five and a half trillion dollars. It looks like it too. Oh, maybe oh, it does say that the export. Um, oh. so. uh, exports of crude oil in the United Kingdom averaged seven hundred forty-four million yeah. from nineteen seventy to two thousand twenty-three, reaching an all-time high of two hundred eighty-eight. Or no, sorry, uh, two billion eight hundred eighty-eight million in May of two thousand twenty-two, and a record low of zero. Oh, in nineteen seventy. I thought I saw something where they're just, they have to buy so much fucking energy from other countries. What did you say that one more time, Greg, about Switzerland? Sorry. Or about Sweden? Switzerland, Austria, and Germany have a combined GDP, the German speaking countries, of, of five and a half trillion dollars. Wow. And I said, it looks like it. Oh, when you're there, it's that nice. It's, everything's either livable city, nice city, or nice country. 
or livable country. I mean, you just don't see like a man. It, what a dispiriting place to live, you know? Um, I, I had I, w- I was in Los Angeles uh, y- with you this past weekend, and I saw stuff I had never seen before. I they had you know on the overpasses in L.A. The homeless encampment encampments were on top of the overpasses. I've only seen them underneath. Now, when I would drive under, I was on a freeway driving over overpasses, and I could see homeless encampments on encampments on them on these fucking overpasses that probably cost dozens of millions of dollars each to make. I can't even believe that it's allowed. Someone was telling me, uh, um, maybe it was your wife who was telling me that she, she drove by a beach the other day that as a kid, she always wanted to camp on, but it was illegal. And she drove by the beach and saw that it was filled with homeless people. You weren't allowed to camp there as a kid, but now, I mean, it's crazy. And when I say homeless people, I mean, drug addicts and thieves, sorry. People who prioritized drugs and, and uh, over, uh, shelter what did you think of the football game I, I, Heidi, go ahead. the incidence of mental illness in the homeless is probably greater than the incidence of mental illness in the psychiatric hospitals oh for sure <laughs> more people on the outside than the inside yeah there's more criminals on the outside than on the inside oh uh, we want to hear about the football game please greg what did you think about the football game Chicago Bears versus the Los Angeles Chargers with our uh, boy uh, Tyson Bajant, our friend Travis Bajant's son, playing as quarterback. A couple things. It's the first sporting event I've been to where I actually gave a fuck about the outcome. So I was disappointed, and that felt weird. I know. I was surprised to hear you say that, that, that you, were dis- yeah. you, were, you were like, oh, my God, that sucks they lost. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know Greg. Yeah, I wanted, him, I wanted him to have good success. But what I thought I saw was that he uh, – I thought he outplayed his teammates – Mm. Um, and that's a hard way to, to distinguish yourself. You know, you, you lose, but hey, I didn't do as bad as the others. Mm. Uh, it's it's rough. It's a it's a there's a lot of competition, and he's a very young man, young as a player, and I think his prime's yet to come. And uh, he's starting again next week. What did you think about the facility, the the architecture, the 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 layout? What did you think about what you saw about that facility? 70,000 people packed in, like just yeah, humanity yeah. pulsating in there. The fake forum, forum looking thing. And I like the uh, bunker kind of box seat. That was cool. Um, you mean where we were sitting, like under, like, like a dugout? Yeah, that was neat. Uh, but, you know, we still haven't gotten back to where we had at Petco Park in San Diego, as far as I'm concerned. Well, the service was better at Petco. I mean, I mean, I couldn't believe it. the box you used to have at Petco. The service was amazing. The food was a hundred times get anything better. Anything to eat or drink you wanted. Pardon me. We could get anything to eat or drink we wanted. Right. The pizza was good. The hot dogs were good. The hamburgers were good. I just couldn't believe the stadium. I mean, I, I just can't believe man made that place. It's huge. It's huge. And then this is like a whole monitor that goes around the roof, doesn't it? It's like a 360-degree TV screen. Yeah. That black line on the top. Double-sided. Oh, that's crazy. Those people at the top could have been fake, and we would have never known from where we sat. (laughs) 
What did you did not, Greg? What was the part that you were saying that looked fake to you, or the Coliseum, or what was the part, or the forum? Well, from the outside, it's supposed to look like the forum, I presume. The oh, room. okay, okay. So you weren't impressed with it. You weren't like, oh my god, this is how did you weren't just completely. Yeah, I, yeah, I was. You know what? It's me. I'm. I've got a problem. I don't enjoy sporting events. Right, right. I um, at least a half dozen people came up to me and were like, "Holy shit! I can't believe Greg stayed for this whole football game. They thought you'd come, say hi, and fucking roll." I was. I was eager to see uh, Travis's kid play. And, uh, you know, we've, we, you and I have been all over the world with Travis. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've, we've all become friends in the process. And he's been telling me since I've known him that his kid was going to be in the NFL. So here yeah. he is. He's called that right. What was the name of the park? Do you remember? Sifo? Sifo? Sifo. Probably Sifo Stadium. Sifo Stadium. SoFi Stadium. Oh, SoFi Stadium. Is that an internet uh, provider? Yeah, I believe so. So they just got the title rights? Yeah, the name, naming a name deal? It'll be called something else in a few years? It, like yeah, exactly. CHI Health Stadium or something ridiculous. Yeah. Sound like uh, an STD. It, it seats 70,240 people. Um. It's three miles from LAX. Five point five billion. I'm seeing here, Martin. Yeah, crazy, right? Taxpayer yeah. dollars. Of course. Um, I heard. I heard some guy was saying that the taxpayers didn't um, contribute a penny to it, but I don't believe that for a second. I'm looking on its wiki. Man, it is something else. And I didn't even know. Hey, and there were more uh, Chicago fans there than Charger fans, right? Did it look like that to you? Yeah, maybe. And that's the way it was when we used to go to Padres games, too. Do you remember that? The the, the visiting team would always. The Dodgers, it was all Dodger fans. Yeah. (laughs) It was estimated to cost $2.66 billion. But then ended up costing um, five point five billion. It's the most extensive expensive stadium in the world. Wow! How do you go over two X? <laughs> imagine that, like I'm building that house next door, and my guy, man, he's on the money on time. You know, he could he could tell us out two years where we'd be, out six months where we'd be, and it's all going down that way. There's, there's no room for it. Sorry, it's twice that. It sounds so third world or modern day U.S. government. Inflation, probably. Took them so long. By the time they finished, Dude, it was that 5. is 5. crazy. 9. Double the cost. Hey, anything having to do with stadiums like that or um, space, all the space shit is double in, or triple in cost too. Or weapons, the military shit. Always double or triple. If you buy it on the economy, it's like a third of the price. 
Hey, Greg, listen to this. Uh, on April 1st, 2023, SoFi Stadium hosted WrestleMania 39. It was WWE's flagship professional wrestling event, WrestleMania. It was the highest grossing event in WWE history with a reported gate of $21.6 million. With 161,892 fans in attendance over a two-night period. So that means it seats more than 70,000. Yeah, pardon me? It holds 80 for that. It probably depends on the event. <clears throat> right. Whether people can go down on the field or not. Yeah. yeah. The well, summer oh, to not see WrestleMania. You'd pay not to see it. Oh yeah. <laughs> it sounds like are the Summer Olympics coming to Los Angeles? I thought it was in Paris this in 2024. Okay, so 2028 it says the Summer Olympics will be there. So the ones after that. And then the Paralympics will be there too. What's that? That's people without like body parts, certain body parts. Right. Oh shit. You think you think you'll go to another game, Greg? Football game? I think you will end up going to another one. Like when he switches teams. Yeah, I I uh Travis is a buddy and his kids in the NFL, you know? Just... Does Phoenix have a team? Yeah. Yeah, I could see you going to a game there. Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals. Are they good? They're a struggling team too, I think. So I know the guy that owns the team's a good guy. He's a, he's a good guy, but his team sucks. No, I've 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 heard things about him about him and the family. All right. Uh, you and I have a meeting at, at four. We do indeed. Yeah. Thanks for remembering. Yeah. I'll be there. We're here and we'll go in the New truck. Oh, yeah. How's that? You know, I just uh, went to Corley's meat market in it, and uh, it's amazing. So, your previous truck was 700 horsepower, and this is a thousand horsepower? Yeah. How, where do you notice that difference? Off the go, off the way it sounds? Oh, yeah, it's touchy, even. It's going to take a little getting used to. Oh, yeah. What'd you get? Uh, the Hennessy TRX. Pull it up. It was. Uh, it's nuts. I saw it in the driveway yesterday. It it looks da- it looks dangerous. It looks like it bites. It looks, it looks like some samurai drawing of a wild rabid dog. I heard there was like seventy made or something. They're only gonna make two hundred. And so I hit up my guy in Wyoming. Can you get one of these? And he said, Yeah, a white one, right now. And I was like, Fuck you. Oh wait, g- hey, go back. I want to see. Uh, it's um. 1,012 horsepower. Yeah, wow. so he has a TRX fully loaded next to it, and this thing makes the TRX look tame. It's it's kind of crazy. When I remember, without that, that truck kind of made the TRX look bad. I love my TRX. I could do commercials for those fuckers. Yeah. And I loved my Raptor the same way. I mean, it was great until the TRX came out. Mammoth 1,000. So we'll take this to the meeting today? Yeah, it's 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 wonderfully quiet, which is that was the only thing I was worried about. Uh, Heidi, does it come with free Hennessy? <laughs> Different people. I didn't know that. Either. 
Damn, that's wild. Uh, Airy Bros uh, Radio, uh, the WWE numbers are all false. Oh, interesting. Okay. How do you know that? I don't know, but that's a fucking awesome, crazy logo. That's like Trump's uh, events, right? <laughs> WWE and Trump and the cost of the... Uh, you can see the connection, the correlation. Are inflated? Trump would never do that. It's like hey, Nebraska yeah. football games, too. Like they sell out every game, but not everybody shows up. Bill Barr said that Trump wasn't what eloquent or good with words or something. And like, like no one's noticed. Oh, but I, so I heard Netanyahu speak yesterday. Yeah. How does that guy have mastery over the English that's better than Biden and Trump? That guy's that guy's is one of the most eloquent speakers I've ever heard in my life. I cannot believe his English. As you may recall, with the incident at Pearl Harbor, That's good, the, the U.S. would never consider a ceasefire. We, too, will never consider a ceasefire. I'm like, oh, shit. They're liberating the Palestinians. Yeah, I know this is going to sound sarcastic, but I really mean this. At some point, don't they don't the people of that country of that land? I don't even know who lives there. To call them Palestinians is like calling me a Californian. We already know that there's no ethnicity as Palestinians until 1964, when it was created fictitiously. But aren't they kind of? Shouldn't they be happy? Shouldn't they be thanking the Israelis? Like, thank you for rooting out Hamas. Hey, you know, you know when you leave your house and they tent it and they get all the bugs and rats out. I feel like they, that's what. If I lived there, I'd be like, I, I guess they're coming in to get all the rats and bugs. The Union Army won the Civil War in no small part by willing to set fire to the South. And that's civilians, infrastructure, farms, everything. Just set fucking fire to the landscape. Okay? And, and we did that in World War II to Japanese and Germans. Very deliberately burned cities to the ground. And war is never going to be different than that. Right. And you can, in between, you can pretend like that would never happen and that we've risen above that. But the, the cost will always be made, brought to bear on the, on the locals. And at, that, at some point, they're welcoming of a new government just because that stops. And it happened to Germany. It happened to Japan. They're not stupid on this subject. They have people with grandparents that lived it. Read about the bombing of Dresden in Tokyo, the firebombing in particular. The kid's got this little first-hand account book of a, uh, a World War II. It's maybe 120 pages of pictures in color. It's beautiful. But uh, there's a section on the incendiary bombs. And they were designed to set fires that couldn't be put out. And we dropped thousands of them. Killed more people in one night in Tokyo with that than we did with the with either of the uh, atom bombs. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I think the figure sixty thousand people in one night. Wow. In Germany, we stopped bombing at the end of the war because there was nothing left to fucking bomb. Literally ran out of things to blow up. 
We got all the dams, we got the highways, we got the railroad stations, every airfield, every city. It's now a shit pile. And that's, you know, this is what Hannibal was doing with his fucking elephants fucking forever ago. Let me let me play this for you, not not as an end all be all, but just as a um, just just as a thought, just as food for thought, not as a justification either. I I don't want anyone to think I'm justifying anything with this, but just listen to this guy talk on this subject here a second. There's a point about Israel and Hamas that nobody's making, and that is it doesn't matter who was on the land first. I know this will make a lot of people mad, but so be it. But this goes for any situation. It doesn't matter. Being there first doesn't mean anything. What matters is which government has the most proper government, which government protects individual rights the most effectively. So I've come up with a list of questions to guide y'all's thinking. What would happen if either government had complete power, total power in the region? Which place would you want to live and why? What would you be able to do and not be able to do there? Look, we all know that Hamas's founding goal is to wipe out Israel. And it's not just the military bases. They mean women, children, non-combatants, everybody. For them, their goal is complete eradication of Israel. I mean, we've all seen the stories of what Hamas has done to Israel this month, right? And the indiscriminate killings of women, children. And I'm not saying Israel is perfect either, all right? So before y'all start saying stuff, I want to make that very clear. But it doesn't matter which side was there first. Like, that's frankly just a dumb argument, especially when one side is committing a whole bunch of atrocities. It's obvious to most people, but they won't admit explicitly that they'd rather live under an Israeli government rather than one from Hamas. But I digress. If y'all liked what I had to say. Nobody. I was trying to think uh, the the nicest Muslim countries in the world still have some fucked up shit going on. For example, d um, the UAE has 300,000 residents and 5.7 million servants. Like to, so to have one of these beautiful Muslim countries, you still have when I went there, it's 5.7 million imported servants and fucking all the women are still covered. But all the other Muslim countries, no one's going to like this either. They're shitholes. They're shitholes. It's just the way it is. I, I I don't think anyone chooses to live in a society. If you take the religion out, no one wants to live in um, Iran, Tehran, Baghdad, any of those places over living in downtown Tel Aviv. Cleaner drinking water, cleaner streets, no crime. I mean, it just goes on. Better books. I mean, the it just goes on and on. What? People that are protesting what Israel's doing are... are are morally defective. Mor morally defective. Yes. C can you tell me why, or not why they're morally effective, but what 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 is the piece that they're so utterly wrong about? Well, you have to hide from the atrocities that Hamas committed, brags about, uh, commits on the regular, brags about on the regular. It's the goal of their existence. Yep. And to and to think that that's going to be put down other than by killing the people that have those values um, or to think that it's they're somehow persecuted against in some manner that justifies doing this to children. It's you're you know, you're going to help put people on the railroad cars and send them to the ovens. It's the same people. Right. You can't see the difference between between clear cut cases of good and evil.
you've been you've been to see more of the Middle East than I have. I've been I've been enough to tell you that if I would have had a chance to live in Iraq or the UAE or Israel, it's Israel hands down. Right, right. Of course, you're right. And and mostly because of the things that I value. And I'm not talking about restaurants. And, and and how and how about the fact that um eighty uh, percent of that area of that that nation of uh, Gaza that land was it was basically a WEF uh, World Economic Forum fucking um uh, prototype. Eighty percent of those people were uh, being taken care of by outside sources, social security, welfare, whatever the fuck they do there, food stamps. It's crazy. It was you'll have it was it's it, you'll have nothing and like it experiment. And the point of the population is that it's more than just cannon fodder. I mean, there the idea is for civilian injuries. That's what's wanted, right? Imagine a government that that you know the whole thing about the the agitator that stands behind the crowd and throws throws rocks and beer bottles at the cops, hoping they'll shoot at the protesters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that this has become a form of government in, in what we're calling Palestine on right. the West Bank in Gaza. It's a form of government, the bottle throwers, and so they build these these infrastructures under hospitals with the idea of that not that you won't hit it, but how cool it would be if you did. Look at the mileage they got out of the lie that the hospital was hit. It was a turning point. Untrue, but Israel clearly lost support. Oh, oh, you, it, really? It seemed like it to me. Oh, I, it seems I mean, like they're, I, it seems. You know what it seems like to me? Maybe I'm wrong. It seems like they're doubling down and, and and kind of like people are losing interest in it and just letting Israel do what they want now. No. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Brian, you never have to write stuff like "last try." You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that ever. You could just ask the question again. There's so many comments coming by. You could just ask the question again. Don't be, be cool. Uh, Greg, can you expand on your views that we should wipe out Iran's oil Navy Air Force? Do you expect China and Russia to do nothing? You know, Biden's going over. Right. They, they're already doing something. What they're doing is they're perfecting the art of war through proxies. Mm-hmm. And I would like to make it clear what my view of your proxies are before one of them sets off a fucking nuclear weapon in a in a in an American city and we put our palms up because we don't know what to do about proxies. But if I've got if I've got Iranian backed, trained and funded militias attacking US troops, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. Take it right to them. Didn't we kill? Uh, didn't Trump kill Iran's top yeah. military leader? And in mm-hmm. Russia and China didn't do shit, right? Mm-hmm. Russia sure people care Russia, to deal with Iran. Russia is doing shit. They're trying to take the Ukraine. <clears throat> very costly, but that's the yeah, that's the kind of thing I would worry about them doing. But they are doing it. 
China's bringing us every day closer to just an out and out invasion of Taiwan. That will be catastrophic for America, for Taiwanese, devastating. Uh, Jeffrey Burchfield, not if last try. If they could do more to cause global problems, they would. Uh, oh, this is this is going to be good. Uh, Jake Chapman, first try. God, I, I, uh, 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 Greg, are you doing Movember? Greg, do you know what Movember is? Yeah, I remember that. Remember how much we teased Jimmy on that? Yeah. Greg wants to do more stuff for women and children and less stuff for men. <laughs> uh, uh, Sean Letterman, last try. God, I shouldn't have said anything. I'm sorry I said anything. Such a dick. Uh, Russia is about to get payback on America for arming Ukraine. Through what? Yeah. Would you diverted nuke, a bunch of supplies? They're going to they're gonna nuke Ukrainians? <clears throat> oh, so so Biden's going to talk to Xi? Is he going there or is Xi coming here, Biden, China? I, I heard he... Uh, I heard they're going to meet. Uh, U.S. China agree in principle to Biden uh, Xi summit two days ago. Chinese Foreign Minister, uh, okay. Biden hosts China's top diplomat ahead of expected uh, Xi meeting. Were I the Chinese leader, I would to be doing everything I possibly could to get with Biden. To get with him to what yeah. to like to get to to just basically extort him be like hey pay us and we'll stay the fuck out of your business oh, anything whatever i have and you know and if it's nothing more than that he doesn't know where he is and i do i i would use that right just totally take advantage of him of course yeah okay i have an obligation to yeah he's like he's yeah he's completely taken advantageable he's he's he could be worked he needs to be led around by the arm Oh, okay. Uh, David Weed, Greg, are you doing No Nut November? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay, yeah, thank I'm unpacking and packing. We're off again. Yeah. I so didn't think you would. I so don't believe you're leaving again. I don't either. The whole time, all you're going to be doing is thinking about your truck. <coughs> Let's go to the office. Okay. I'll see you this afternoon. All right. I'll give you a call in a few minutes anyway. I'm going to go to the skate park with your kids now. All right, bud. Okay. Thanks. Bye, buddy. You. Thanks for coming on. Ciao. It's always fun. Gregorio Glassman. Hey, see this one right here, Caleb? Yeah. Um, can, can this, this thing, I want to see if I can, oh wait, is it this one? What's this one? Oh, this is the four banger one. This, what's this one? Oh, that one, you're gone. Oh, there's a three one here. Why didn't we, oh, were we using this one? Yeah. Oh God. Okay. And you made that on the fly? Yeah. Damn. Good job. Okay. Well, shit. <laughs> I like this one too. Are you cool with this one? Yeah, and cool. you can still and you can still see the sponsors on the bottom. Paper Street Coffee, 
CA peptides, birth fit, swolverine, toe spacers, vindicate. We have an, a, a new sponsor, Grill Your Ass Off. If you're going to get something from them, I recommend the habanero salt stuff. I've been eating it three days a week. My kids got it. They sent me some beef jerky. My kids destroyed it. And I didn't even ask them if it was good. They told me it was great. So, no, uh, we rescheduled uh, Bajant for next Tuesday. I'll bug him and see if I can get him on during the rest of the week. Um, but yeah, I think I should call Laura. Oh, oh, it's nice. Okay. Um, I, um, I text Laura to congratulate her on Rogue. Yeah. What'd she say? Uh, let's start a poll. Let's start a poll. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice. We'll start a poll here, people. You guys ready? <clears throat> I text Laura. I'll tell you exactly what I said to her. I text Laura. I'm allowed to tell you what I said to her, right? I'm just not, I'm not allowed to read yeah, other sure. people's texts if she were to have texted back or not, right? But I'm allowed to tell it. Okay, so I said, uh, hey, exclamation point. This was yesterday at 5.04 p.m. Okay, Pacific good time. time. Hey, exclamation point, space, nice space, work, exclamation point. Hey, nice work. Okay. Did she respond? Now, I have to tell you, in the past... I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. D did she respond to the text? Did Laura Horvat respond to my, hey, nice work? That's a congratulatory text. Yeah. Uh, uh, David Weed, do it. What's up with the cat? Mm, 30, 50, 50. It looks like he's coming in to like, uh, in that picture to, uh, um, like plucks and nose hairs. Yeah, what the hell? Rambler, yes, you do you think she did respond? Oh, she said fuck off. That would be an interesting response. That that would be kind of like a response, no response. David Weed, no. Yes. Okay, so it is 50-50. I think that's probably smart. 50-50 smart. It's a tight race. I'm surprised the nose aren't even ahead a little bit. Right off the <clears> bat, <throat> it was literally two people voted and it was one was yes and one was no. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, Greg C., uh, yes, uh, you got a who dis or no response. Yeah, who dis is good uh, from the movie um, Boys in the Hood. Who dis? I feel like she probably was, she probably just did one of like a heart. She just hearted it. She oh, like, oh, oh. Or she like liked it. I'm, I, yeah, wow. Well. I will say this to you. I'll give you one more bit of information. I know a lot of you voted and it's unfair. When I sent her the text, it, it it went green. Mm. Whatever the fuck that means. I mean, she's a blue. She got an iPhone. So normally she's a blue. But it went green. Uh, Dick Butter uh, pulls out the Dick Tracy hat. We would not be doing this if it was a no. I don't know mm. if that's... Uh... Uh, Stefan, did you ever start uh, charging David rent? No. I just fucking... I just let him live in there. I brought him a blanket. I changed his water. I asked him to pee in the back. 
to be in the house. But he just lives in there rent-free. Hate to say it. Just fucking cruising around. Trying to build a wall so he has to stay in only one portion of my brain. Can't let him just wander around. I have some very sensitive areas in there. 52% yes. Uh, did Laura Horvat respond to Sevon? 52%. 53% say yes. 52%. 53% say yes. 47% say no. It's a tight race. It's tight. If I get a thousand votes, I'll call her. <laughs> uh, this year's bonder now. We're just going to wait on it. Um, She did respond. Crazy, right? She yeah. did respond. And I will tell you in my now, now in all fairness, someone could be like, fuck off Savon. And I see that as positive. Like I just, I'm definitely like a child. If I get attention, I I'm like an alchemist. I make it good. Okay. Oh, she likes me. She said, fuck <laughs> off. She's, she knows I'm alive. Uh, it, it, but I, I would say it was positive. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're moving somewhere. Yeah. I would say it was uh, positive. That being said, can't read it to you. That would be unethical and irresponsible. She's probably riding a little bit of a high. Um, but I would say, but I also thought, I also thought the time that I called her and she said, I hope this call was expensive for you. And um, now I have... Uh, uh, what did she say? Don't call me again or something. I thought that was positive too. She did say I love it at the end though. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. A coffee, a Papa Mount Mama. Uh, Laura said, thank you, but please don't contact me again. Oh, fuck it. I'm getting ready to call her. I'm building up. I'm building up <laughs> some fucking, I'm building up some fucking courage. I am building up some fucking courage. Hmm. When she responded, it wasn't green. It was it was gray, which means that I think she's back on blue. And she responded at a crazy hour of the day, which means that you think she's back at the motherland? No. No, I don't think so. I need to I need to have a plan when I call her a little bit. Okay, I need to listen better. Last time I wasn't listening so good because I was so nervous. Like she was trying to get a joke and like, hey, I know this call is expensive for you. I'm glad it's fucking you. Yeah. And I and I didn't I should have laughed at her joke. Not good. Not nice, Gabe. Not nice. <laughs> Gabe's like, this juvenile motherfucker, he'll call if I say you won't call. No plan, bro. No plan. No plan B. Oh. I think this is uh, Jethro. Oh, no. Hello? Hey. Hey. So, 
I, I know it's a bit with calling Laura and everything, yeah. but that takes a lot of balls. You know why? Tell me. Her, her, her and Gabby, yeah. their parents, both their parents were at breakfast the day after she won. And I was at the hotel there. Oh, okay. And I was right outside. And I, I walked right in front of them. And there was only two reasons why I didn't even congratulate them. One of them was because they were with their family right after the games yeah, for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. And two, I was wearing a CEO shirt. Oh. Whoa, whoa. And I did not want that smoke. Oh. So everyone's saying, ah, oh, just call, just call. No, it takes a lot of balls to call her. So if you do, that's fucking funny. Hey, did you rake the leaves? Yeah, I did actually. It was really good. Good job. This is Jethro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, Caleb. Yeah, I'm on. Hey. Yeah, I'm on. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm gonna call her. I'm gonna. Uh, I need to. Here's the thing. I want to ask her if she'll come on the show, but I kind of don't want to ask her because I don't want the rejection. So I think my plan of attack is: Hey, congratulations. How was the flight home? Did the rain like if she if she'll talk to me? How was the? But then if she starts, she'll try to take over the conversation, right? I'll ask her about the rain. Um, I'll ask her what she's gonna. I think you it. only have you only have like three questions before she's gonna get off the phone with you. I think do you it's think like, I should go hard then? Hey, do you like me? Do you want to get married? Congratulations. Do you like me? Do you want to be my doing? second wife? <laughs> <laughs> just go big. You just got a little window. The do pleasantries. Wanna, do you want to live with questions? my mom? My wife won't let me get another dog, but she'd probably let me have you as a second wife. Do you want to come over? I'd pay money to see that reality show. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Oh my goodness! Well, what should I use? What should what should I do with the time then? What do you think I should ask her? Just like, congratulations. What are you gonna do with the money? Are you back home? Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna do with the money? And when are you gonna come on the show? That's it. Boom. Okay. All right. Good luck. Good luck. All right. I want to listen to this. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, congratulate her and compliment her. Then ask her one question and let her take over the conversation. Okay. A compliment her. Dude, you look great out there. She did. Um, um, was it? Did it feel good to beat Tia? Did it feel extra good because you beat Tia? I think she mentioned that it's nice to have the monkey off her back. Yeah, did it feel good? Yeah. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm going to ask her. I'm going to ask her if it felt good to beat Tia. Did that feel extra good to be Tia? Like, were you now that Tia, when Tia was there, did that, did that, did that feel extra good? She's going to give me some sort of bullshit. Like, I'm an athlete. I just want to win or some shit. Okay, here we go. Which button do I push? To, oh, I hold on. Oh, nope, nope, nope. I fucked that up. Hold on. Okay, here we go. I don't think, I think it's a good time to call there too. I don't think it's like some fucked up time. <laughs> no, it's probably. Mid afternoon. She has the number in her phone. I think she probably has it in her phone too. Like, hey, don't pick up. This is that jacket. I don't think she blocked me though. I think she just put Sev on. Hey, can, 
call her from my other phone to fuck with her. Oh, I got. Wow. It, it said user busy. Oh. And user okay. wasn't spelled U-S-E, new word H-E-R, use her, busy. It was user, U-S-E-R, busy, mm. user, busy. User, I hardly know her. Oh, ringing equals non-block, not blocked. Is that a fact? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> oh, declined. She hung up on you. She hit the end button. Is that what that means? Uh, 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 well, let's just Google that. Uh, user busy. Let's see what that. Uh, the user busy notice typically indicates that the person you are attempting to reach is either unavailable to take calls at the moment or is otherwise engaged and unable to answer. Yeah, I know that, you jackass. Does user busy mean blocked? If you get a user busy signal or fast busy signal before you call is dropped, it's possible your number is blocked through their wireless carrier. Someone is already on another call when you try to call them. Oh, I'm going to go with that. I like that. Oh, my God. I really wanted to talk to Sevon, but I've been on hold for an hour trying to get my money back to Hungary or wherever she's from. Yeah, it seems reasonable. Okay. She's probably calling her mom or something. No, that wasn't my mom, dude. Are you kidding me? That was full Europe. That was European uh, ringing. Beep. Beep. <laughs> that was their shit. Let's go to her. Let's let's stalk her a little bit. Let's go to her um, Instagram and see where she is. That's a good. That's a good. It's point. not very telling. I looked at it earlier. It is. You did. Yeah. Stories what? are all reposts of other people posting about her. She's with her brother at a shoe store. <clears throat> at a hardware store, fixing her glasses. Yeah. Something. Something like that. Rogue. God, she got, a, she got a great face, man. She is cool. She has a good smile, too. And she got a shitload of money right now. Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> now's the time. Like, if you're ever going to hang out with her, now's, now's the time. Shit, you should have seen me that week. I got my YouTube money. I was fucking like, lattes are on me. <laughs> Taking people to the liquor store. Walk around on the beach. Uh... Uh, no, it's her new sponsor, Roca. They're based in Austin. Roca. Sunglasses. Oh. Look at her. Ooh. I want to see her kid. I hope she chooses some dude who's like 6'10", 300 pounds to mate with. So she was a, she's blonde hair, huh? As a kid, did you see that? Oh, yeah. Man. Hey, and all that shit I do with my kids, just so you know, like the cool thing is, is I was having this talk with someone the other day. They're like, my kids won't do sh the shit I tell them to do. Well, you know, what's interesting is like, th that's why I take them to classes and to private coaches. So basically they do, they do. In all their disciplines, they do one private uh, lesson a week, and then the rest are all group classes, right? So with tennis, they each do one private lesson a week. With um, 
uh, skateboard. Well, skateboarding, they do two private lessons a week, but, but they don't do any classes. They just go by themselves. And there are some kids in the area. There's at least one kid in the area who's Avi's age, who's better skater than Avi. And that kid does not take any private lessons. But then the vast majority of other kids that in the area, Avi is, and Joseph and Ari are way better than them than kids who are their age. So, so I, I make it work and I get them and, and I do private lessons with them skateboarding. And then jujitsu, they do one private lesson a week and then um, um, uh, striking and kicking, they do one private lesson a week. And then the rest are classes. And what made me think of this is I was talking about with someone yesterday and one, it's, 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 it's relentless, right? That's all they know. And that's what they do. So they're done with school by 9am every day. And then that's what they do the rest of the day. Basically it's either some, one of those disciplines or they're playing in the backyard or they're playing somewhere or surfing or doing something like that. And then they're outside. And then, so that's what it is. It's that discipline and that shit's expensive. So I was trying, I was, I was thinking, I don't know what the exact costs are, but like tennis might be for all three kids, $1,600 a month and skateboarding might be $800 a month and jujitsu might be like 12 or $1,400 a month. And that doesn't include, so that's like, what is that? That's like three, three or four, let's say that's $4,000 a month. That's $50,000 a year. And that doesn't include like tennis rackets and, um, whatever geese and tournaments and all that shit. Right. But I'm uh, I don't I don't make sacrifices for it. That's not the right word. But some people would use that word. But like I don't buy shit. Like I don't buy shit. Like if I go out to dinner with my family, I don't I don't order food. I eat, I eat their food that they don't eat. I don't buy shoes. I don't buy clothes. I don't buy I don't buy these headphones here. I don't know if you can see them. You see the. You see that? Mm, yes. I'd love it. I'd love a new pair of headphones. I'd love a pair of headphones where the wire comes out a lot, but it's just not needed. Yeah, I prioritize. That's the word. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not. Um, uh, uh, I think Gabe or someone sent me these because they heard that I like them. Quads on me. I mean, I'm really slumming it. My fucking work phone's still an iPhone 14. Not my personal phone, though, iPhone 15. <laughs> scumbag um yeah so you just have to uh and you only buy buy new cameras when you're shooting behind the scenes so <clears throat> yeah uh, the, the cars i drive i drive a 2014 forerunner that greg gave me and i drive a 2016 minivan there's the only brand new car, only car, only brand new car I've ever bought. Only car I've ever bought. I guess the other car I, I bought one time, I bought a like a 1986 Mercedes Benz 560 SEL for like four grand. And that was in 2012. I told, I, I told Jason, I, I, I was, I, I think I drove to Jason Kleepa's gym and I went inside. I'm like, in 1986, that was the most expensive production car ever made. It's an incredible piece of equipment. It was the first car ever with a, a mass-produced car with a uh, airbag in it, and I was like bragging about it. What a great car it is! And then it broke down in this parking lot. <laughs> it was I bought it for four thousand dollars in night in two thousand twelve, let's say, in in or two thousand nine, whenever ten. And in nineteen eighty six, I think it was the most expensive production car made at one hundred nine thousand dollars. Whoa. Yeah, crazy, right? Uh, Su Susan K is the behind the scenes coming out soon or what? Do you want? Do you want to see some? 
Do you fucking want to see some? I'll show you some. We doing this? This show is special, you guys. I didn't know it till recently, but this show is fucking special. We support our veterans. We let we let Caleb on the show. <laughs> this is this is a vet. This is a uh, 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 not veteran owned. Um, this is a, a charity organization. Caleb's been through a lot, and this is uh, um, we we go out of our way to support uh, veterans. Have you watched any of these yet? Yeah, I started watching a little bit of it. I watched the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Um, let me see. I'm gonna pull up the uh, second. I, I'm gonna pull up the second one. Oh, God! I, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. This hasn't been vetted by anyone yet. Hold on. Let me see. Let me. Okay. I, I, I'm just gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I haven't. I haven't seen this yet. This isn't the second episode. This is just, this might even be episode four. But it's the only one that I have access to right now. But I'm going to, oh, shit, something's wrong. Houston. Do you okay. want me to pull it up? No, got I got it. it. Okay. I just got to be able to stop it if something gets crazy. You know what I mean? Because there's stuff that they've asked me if I, I they should cut out. And I'm like, no. Oh, can anyone see the URL or do anything to fucking get this? No. Okay. It's, I don't think it's unlisted, isn't it? So it should be good. Yeah, but it needs to be private. When it's unlisted, people can still find it. There's no URL for them to pull it from, though. Okay. Here we go. Uh, so I haven't seen this yet. This, this, I haven't seen this. Okay. And this is just super rough. This is just the, the pieces have been laid down. So this is this is day three, event eight. Oh, so this is probably like maybe even eight episodes in. Because I think each event's going to have an episode. Oh, man. Yeah, here we go. If you hear anything crazy, uh, just pretend like you didn't. Oh, I can't even hear it. Can you? No. Maybe there's going to be some. There it is. Oh, there it is. What are you guys doing? Prepping the there you go. There's your sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> Prepping the boxes, getting them cleaned up. Is that, is that just water or what are you wiping on? Uh, sanitizing wipes. Can I smell it? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, it smells lemony. See, look at you. Look at okay. Uh, who's that? I don't know who that is. Oh, Amanda Barnhart. I have one other event. There you go, Amanda Barnhart. Oh, I uh, I think I saw Paige Semenza. Yeah, right there. Paige Semenza. It's fun. Uh, so you don't save anything for the... Well, yeah, that's different. Look at that in the corrals. They tried to tell me beforehand, give the athletes space when they're in the corrals. How about you go fuck yourself? Okay, here, here. Here's a blue hair. Here we go. And Justin Collar. Alex Gazan. Look at that. Holy cow. Katrin. Is that Katrin? God, she looks amazing. Oh, yeah, Katrin and Fraser. Dude, if you haven't ever been next to Katrin David's daughter, it's uh, it's something else. Have you ever stood close to her like that? 
maybe like 20 feet away. Dude, it is something else. She is something. Whew. I think she oh. was in like the near lane when not during the, like near the press pit. That was terrifying. She is she is a specimen. Okay, how, how about this? Here we go. You guys will kick off the second round. The heat, the cap for the second one is still six minutes. Dave Castro addressing the ladies. I know you guys are going to be, oh my God. And here's, oh, here's like two of the most beautiful women in all of CrossFit. Uh, um, Miss Baker. So we'll say, yeah. 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 So it was a good little day three. Good job, girl. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Oh, oh, gross. Baby. Dude, that's like hugging a wet rag, touching one of those athletes. <laughs> Seriously, I, 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 you know, once a day I'll end up making a mistake and hugging one of them. And you're just like, it, it's like you just hug. So it's like you're just soaked. You, you try to play it cool, though. Don't let them see you like wipe your hands on shit. Uh, Abigail, don't it. Breathtaking in person. So fucking cool looking. The great Olivia Kerstetter, the future. Jacob Hepner. Oh, who's this? More Paige Semenza. Oh, yeah. Paige Semenza is great. Let's see. This is probably safe. She's safe. Yes. 18. So I'm fighting for it. Two places above the cut line. Yeah. And, uh, oh, this is around the cut. So I'm, I'm asking her about the cut. Uh-oh. I just got a text. Uh, A guy who looks like Yami Inkinen, but it's not. Oh, did I see Emily Rolf? Oh, my God. I kind of was thinking the other night it would be awesome. uh, Emma Tall, it would be awesome to uh, incorporate, figure out a way if I could get Oh, this dude. What was this dude's name? Ant? Ant Haynes. Yeah, what a stud. Oh, let's see what he has to say. This is uh, 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 Matthew. Matt, Nick Matthew. Yeah. The first interval, do you save something for the second interval? or you? I would say you got to save something for the back half of each section a little bit. Start off controlled and then sprint each back half, so then you still have some in the tank for a kick at the end. What plate, do you know what place you're in? 21st. God, beautifully filmed. What a fucking animal I am. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Christoph Horvat. Here we go. This is going to be dirty. I'm, I think yesterday was better when it was a little bit more spaced out, and I don't see a reason why not to space it out. Or I'm assuming it's because of um, what they were saying, something about... Speaking about big, this guy, he doesn't have gigantism. Like He doesn't look like Tony Robbins, but he's really big. He's close. Like he might like, I w- if someone if they did a pituitary check on him and he had like a some sort of gland that was hyper, I wouldn't be like surprised. He's he's gigantic. Not weird though, not like disproportion, but it's but it's it's getting close. It's big. This is uh, that's Laura Horvat's brother. I personally don't think, but that doesn't mean that I'm right either. What I think is that. Oh, look at look at. Did she talk to me? I don't know. You have to go back and play. Yeah. Can you come with me? Yes, I can. You walk. No. Gabriella Magawa. Anyway, there you go. Okay, so you see. Like, it's, 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 how's that? Here we go. 
Nice. Definitely Mariah. I don't think any of that was Mariah's. I, I heard my voice and everything. <clears throat> oh, oh, Mariah texting me. What the fuck are you doing? No, she's too busy. It is actually a text from someone that I can't. There's two people text me this morning. I can't. Like, I can't even fucking believe they text me. Everyone's more people are texting me than ever now. Like people who like are coming out of the closet. Oh shit! Wow. Oh shit. <laughs> Will said you paused right before a gold segment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Ah uh, yes. Uh. Leaving the people hanging. Yeah. I'm, I see. Here's the thing. Um, yeah. I, 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 I promised that I would let Dave see everything before I aired it. And I already just broke that promise. I just got to be careful. Because I know the, there's always a few people in here that are constantly reporting shit back to HQ. Uh, uh, Twelve daily doses. I'd let Laura peg me if I could have her for a weekend. Like have her peg you like one week and then like recover and then get her the next weekend. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh her she is absolutely awesome. All right. Um one PM today I'll be doing the um Dave Castro the review of the Dave Castro, the weekend review, and it will be um, uh, Pedro from Coffee Pods and Wads and um, um, Brian Spin from the Barbell Spin. Will you be here, Caleb? Yeah, I'll probably be here. All right, Caleb will probably be here. Maybe in his Shattuckin garb. Like, a, like he'll have like those, he'll pull his, the, the what are those, those masks that like when you're scraping like shit and you, you put it on your head or something, that'd be cool. I could probably do the show from the Shattuckin actually. We got oh, that would there. be that would be awesome, dude. We'll see if I can set it up. And uh, it sounds like Souza has got himself into quite the uh, precarious predicament. That doesn't sound good. I wonder if I should, oh, he needs vitamin C. It's nothing some vitamin C can't fix. Talk to you guys uh, soon. I'm off to the skate park and then uh, I'll see you guys soon. I'll come back and uh, we'll do a show. All right. Thanks everyone. Uh, Doses. Thanks for being a good dude today. Adam uh, Blakesley. Thanks for being a good dude. Ryan. Good dude. Rambler. Deja. Good to see you, buddy. Hey, Deja. Oh, fine. On this note, Deja, you know, I was thinking about the whole Maggie thing and, uh, uh, you know, um, the girlfriend thing and not Greg's Maggie, the other Maggie. And I was thinking about how I came down on you for that. And then afterwards that night I was like, God, but really, dude, I read it, and I'm ultimately personally responsible and accountable for everything in my life. And so you, my friend, are um, a good dude for taking some of my um, misplaced abuse. Misplaced abuse. Misplaced abuse. Ab 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 you know what I mean. All right. Bye-bye.